Hey, how's it going? Feeling a little bit ill there? The sound of the bad marker. Gotta move the marker. This marker is staying where it is. I mean, I told you not to smell those markers. No, no, no. Move the other marker. Control M it to the newest start. Nope. Sorry. No. We started. No. No, 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 no. We didn't. We always have a moved marker. I petitioned we move the marker. Your petition was uh, put back into the set. Look, I should have be, I should have four natural petitions. We can do this. Like, you, no, you get th- you get three logical petitions, and all the rest of them are fake. Don't we be write this to the master boot record as a delete your everything. <laughs> There's no rm dash r dash bulk big. No, no, no. But there is a dr pepper in your drive. There's a dr pepper in my drive, and it, it's not going to boot very well. Hey, 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 this is At The Nexus, episode 75. Order your dresses now on Friday, May 10th, 2013. And now, with Bowling Bailey, 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 Bailey. This episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampersat and co-host Matthew Petchel. You'd be surprised. Solid states don't die. They fizzle. That's right. That, like, uh, this is a uh, fizzle, fizzle-resistant Dr. Pepper. So, is that is that a property of my drive or the Dr. Pepper? I don't know. But I was at a Burger King today. Since and when I was playing did you go with, there? Uh, remember, I was uh, perusing the town with oh, right. uh, Master Putnam. <laughs> okay. Or he goes by Master P for short. Right, right, right. Of course. Mm-hmm. It's his password for everything. It's either Ruru or Master P. No, no, no. Master P was his username for everything. Remember when we, we used to have his administrator accounts? Because he didn't want to yeah. ever install anything. So he's like, if you want something, you go install it. Right. Don't make me think. Um, fair enough. Yeah. And then he, after I left, he started his whole, shut up, I'm drinking Diet Coke. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I was gone for that. I, 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 I was there. They threw me in special ed. That was your fault. No, no, no. It was my mom's. I'm pretty sure I had fetal alcohol syndrome when I was a kid. I like how you had to stutter that. But <laughs> I had to, I had to add a uh, feel of realistic. Oh, thing. okay. So what did you do this week? Well, yeah, Burger King. And, That's uh, it? That's all you did no, the no, whole no, week? No, 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 no. So they had the drink dispenser. And so they got these little... Okay, fine. What did you do this week? Oh, you want to know what I did this week? If my drinks aren't that interesting to you? Wait, well, you so had you... a drink? Yes, I had a drink. What kind? A Coke. Oh, that's not interesting. No, 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 but if you mess with, if you start pressing the bubble buttons, like, you know how they have the screen? Like, yeah. you select your thing? Well, if you go to the Coke and you hit the buttons, it brings up the OS kernel thing. What have you done to Burger King? <laughs> no, 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 it's, uh, What'd you do this week? And I'll send you a link. Okay, thanks. Tomorrow. Uh, well, I had a quiz this week, and my project was due this week, and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Mm. Hey, you know, Sam was back, but he didn't go to lab. Uh, this week, so, uh, you know, I thought he was gonna die again, you know, like, relapse, you know, that kind of thing. Did he? No, 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 he... Oh, he, I'm so thankful. But he was 30 minutes late to the lecture the next day. Well, it's not bad. It was raining. Plus, he probably had to wake up. It was probably cold that rainy morning. Yeah. You know his temperature correlation. I, I do know the temperature correlation. So, yeah, he's, he's alive again. But you know what I got today, though... So it, it's not electronics though. So it's it's less interesting than normal. But today I got a sticker. You did get a sticker from a host on a show on Five by Five. You know our competitors. Mm-hmm. I would bleep that out, but I literally don't care. And um, it's from Gina Trapani. She hosts the uh, In Beta show, mm-hmm. and they uh, talk about stuff. That's cool. I don't actually know what the show summary would be for that. They talk about kind of like development and stuff, but well, not just to work it out. What is it? About. Not it's in beta. It's fine. N- not hardcore development like uh, Marco's mm. show. Build and analyze. So I, I, I did that. But I also, uh, after I got my sticker in the mail, I tweeted a picture of it. And um, they said, cool. Back to me. Well. Yeah. At least they acknowledged you. They did. You know what else acknowledged me this week, too? Who? Marco. 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 The Marco? Yes. The broke guy who doesn't own a company anymore? He still owns a minority stake of its paper. And he still has the newsstand and everything else. I like how you call it the newsstand. He what owns the newsstand. You know, honestly. What's it called? Well, he calls it the magazine. The magazine, not the newsstand. Well, in addition for him, to him tweeting me, um, he also um, put Syracuse in the same tweet. So Syracuse saw this. Really? Yes. Oh, you didn't. You, you you left that part out when you were telling me about this. I had to do it for shock value. Yeah, you got me shocked. 
That's it all it took? <laughs> well, yeah, you mentioned Syracuse. Oh, I see. And he saw you. Yeah. And that's a, that's a pretty big feat. I know. So I also got a letter this week. Oh, um, from who? Well, from the postal carrier brought up this package to me, or to my mom, and said that she had to sign for it. And it's very rare that we have to sign for crap, because yeah. many people yeah. just leave who does that? anything. Engine blocks, anything, just on their front doorsteps. Right, yeah. Cranes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I look at it, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, I really need glasses. This all looks Chinese to me. <laughs> it turns out it was from the Chinese post. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was my Pokemon hat. You know, every time you do a show, you, you tend to need glasses. And I'll get to that later. Oh, no. What else you do this week? Um, that's it? What the terms? Oh. Well, I already talked about all that. But, I'm very fast. Oh, you're so fast. I know. All right, so we talked about China, and then we're going to talk about the uh, the um, Rose, uh, Kennedy Lens Association of the Jewville in Roseville. The whatville? Uh, it's, it's 100% run by Jew, uh, authentic Jew clerks and huh. eye doctors. I am. It's I, very weird. So you're fond of that corporation? I have been complaining about them so hard forever, but they they bought out my insurance company somehow. I have to go there if I want glasses. That's pretty bad, you know. They're they're smart enough with their corporate lies to get the insurance to go there. I don't know. I had to go there. But allegedly, they got a new doctor because the last one um, expired. The last one expired? Yes. You mean left. And this guy didn't seem Jewish. He didn't sound Jewish and he didn't talk about Jewish things. And So what to give me a definition of what a Jewish thing is? I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings here on the network. Talk about yourself. No, 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 no. Um, but the guy said, you know, the last guy didn't know what he was doing. Your eyes have totally changed. You should stop wearing these glasses that you're wearing now. They're not helping you. But these ones will. Come back in 10 days. Oh, so you're going to get new glasses finally? Totally. It's Remember, I got new glasses last year. No, I don't actually remember. Last year I got glasses, and it was... 100% pure Jew prescribed, yes. and they didn't work. I know, you, you raged on for months oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, my eyes were in pain. And, and every other show, you do like, ah! Yeah. Or something like that. And that. That was a pretty good impression. That's almost exactly what I did. <laughs> I know. I, I've um, seen it a number of times. You think I get it by now. Well, I had to keep an eye shut if I actually wanted to view anything. You gotta get that fixed. I, I did. Ten days. Well, Ten then days from now, I will have a solution. You better have problems. eyes at that point. I will... Be able to spell things right, read things right, and pronounce things straight. Doubt it. Oh, you'd be surprised, dear sir, when I can do when I have eyes in my eyes. Make worse mistakes? Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> you, I wouldn't... We'll worry about this next week. Will you? Well, I don't know. I mean, this is a special episode and everything. Is it? Why is this a special episode? Oh, bloody crap. We didn't plan anything. You know, uh, no. I didn't, I didn't plan anything. Good, because I didn't play anything either. You know why I didn't play anything? Because it's not special? No, no, it is special. I don't know what you just did there. Well, it's a uh, episode that is divisible by 25. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, always uh, monumental. I think so. Is that it, though? No, 75, yeah. Yeah, that's, you, that's pretty much it. That's all we got. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's it. It's the yeah, only reason it's a special. Uh, three quarters of the way done with our contract obligations. Wait, what happened? We only get signed on for the first hundred episodes. Yeah, and then so, our contracts expire. And, and 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 of course, you know that's just like what every famous podcast. I mean, you got the build and analyze explodes by a hundred. You got no, no, the show. They got one hundred and twelve. They got one hundred eight. One hundred eight. <laughs> Either way, we think we could get our uh, sp- producer to sign us for another eight episodes after hundred. You, well. you you realize I am the producer. You mean the director, but, right? Yes, 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 director, producer, and everything else entitled with fancy pants. But still... This is the chair of achievement. I know you're sitting in the chair of achievement with the fancy pants on, with the Microsoft that's his premiere, along with the $80 headphones. And the $1,500 MacBook. And the most expensive laptop in this room. (laughs) Well, that goes with the chair. Yeah, well, right. It really does. I mean, I would give this laptop to somebody else if they were here, but they're not. And they wouldn't be able to do anything besides... Remember when we're doing a show and Sam starts playing some game? Like, hey, hey... (laughs) I'm playing Zergs. <laughs> yeah. Sam. I, I was doing a show, but nope. this simulation just turned into a game, and I'm just done. You guys, <laughs> just, just stop talking to me. I'm done. <laughs> that was my favorite. I know. I think you, you totally cried. Yeah. You, you're bawling. It's funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, it was edited out, so I don't remember any of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, we got some news this week. Yeah, and you have to start because I didn't write this. Oh, crap. crap. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you know, be, but before you do that... We have to mention something. Yeah, we do. For the first time in literally 11, 12 weeks... I have no idea. I don't count anymore. Uh, if, if my calculations are correct, and I'm sure they're not. And, and I'm sure I have my testicles on today. Um, well, you know, sometimes when I do my calculations and they're wrong, they end up in the jar. <laughs> but no. Oh, oh. Literally <laughs> 11 weeks. And this is the first time in 11 weeks we don't have Blackberry News as the first piece of lightning. You, you did this build-up so wrong. I wanted to move the start marker. I I, did, I don't want this to be the start. Uh, it's far too late for that. Well, is it? Yeah. Uh, you you can uh, do the uh, editing. Oh, wait. No, you don't edit the show. <laughs> I don't edit the show. Okay. What are you talking about? No Blackberry. No Blackberry? Did I do it right? No Blackberry? That's correct. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so... Let's talk about rumors, if you're not going to talk about Blackberry. Hey, you know, this whole show is literally loaded with rumors. Let's do it. All right. So, rumor has it that Microsoft may acquire Nook LLC, or Nook... Well, they had some stupid names. Yeah, they have a Nook really... Nook Media LLC yeah. from Barnes & Noble for a billion Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoins. Oh, dollars. U.S. dollars. <sighs> you know, what, what? do you really think that Nook Media is worth a billion? Well, considering that... What was it? A month ago, two months ago, that they gave them a hundred million. Microsoft gave them a large there amount. Was a, there was infusion sometime recently. Yeah. yeah, and they did the same with Dell, and it just been Microsoft has been shifting money to places that will make them money. I mean, lose them money. Hey, I think the Dell one will probably make them money in the long run. In the short run, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I see. I think it would be interesting if Microsoft did buy Nook, so they would phase out Android tablets. Obviously, they would replace them with RT tablets or something. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Microsoft couldn't really quickly rewrite. They probably wouldn't even have to rewrite. The Nook app on the App Store for Windows 8 probably can already open the books without a problem. Yeah. And for for 99% of people, they probably wouldn't notice a difference between a Android Nook tablet and a Windows Nook tablet. Except, you know, minor UI differences, which would probably be very blatant. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, maybe a billion dollars is a little bit too much. But, I mean, I think Microsoft might as well just get them quick. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but, you know, Barnes & Noble uh, really likes this kind of deal because uh, apparently their stock rose 20% after Microsoft said they might buy them. So, cool story. Yeah. And Microsoft didn't even publicly say anything. Right. It was all all hush-hush. Yeah. But that hush-hush, 20%, just overnight. (laughs) You know, if that's what it takes. And, and, you know, this all stems from the fact, you know, um, that, that... Quarter over quarter, Barnes & Noble has lost significant parts of their revenue on this Nook stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not saving them. So when last year, when I was in my first journalism class at the U, we talked a lot about Barnes & Noble and the Nook. Because we all knew that Amazon was the leading ebook platform, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, right. And so we... we um. Talked a lot about what it would take for Barnes and Noble to climb out of their their technology hole, and so one of the things that Barnes and Noble even says that they had to do is they had to pivot from being just a book company to being also a technology company, and clearly that didn't work out. Yeah, it, yeah, it didn't. No. Yeah. So, do what Microsoft really, really wants. A real operating system to put on computers? No, no, no. The last I checked, they had that. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. What they wanted. It's a Metro-style version of iTunes. Wait, they wanted to make a, the worst piece of the worst application on Windows into a equally crappy version for Metro. Mm-hmm. Wow! And they're just waiting for Apple to make it, but huh. Apple says they won't. Also, one little fun fact. Yeah, I would love to. iTunes is one of is among one of the top searched apps on the App Store on Windows Eight. That's amazing. Everybody is searching for it, you but know, nobody I, can get it. I can't imagine anybody wanting iTunes on purpose. Well, you see, let's say you have a device like that. Okay. And you want to put a song on it. Okay. You got to email it. Or just use iTunes. Wait, like, you mean, like... You can't just plug this in without iTunes. No, 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 but, but you mean, like, a song that's not on the, the, the iTunes store. Correct. If you want to take like your, your pictures... Own song. If you want to get your pictures off of this, you want pictures on this, you have to email it all through Wi-Fi. You could put them in Dropbox. All through Wi-Fi. Right, but not email. You can't you can't sync it off to a computer without it. If I want that's, that's fair enough. I don't think that's a problem. If I want to restore my iPad, I need iTunes. No, you will need iTunes for that. I agree. Yeah. If I want to update, I kind of recommend using iTunes. 
Well, you probably should. I mean, it's not it, necessary. Not anymore, but no. I much. mean, at this point, it's over. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny though because can you imagine what an iTunes version in a Metro setting would look like? It wouldn't you, I? I can't imagine anybody making that. And that's one of the problems of Metro. There are some applications that will just never look right or ever happen there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Aha, Microsoft. Yes. Have you heard of Chromebooks? Oh, I have. Now, this is not news, so I don't know why I'm talking about it, but I think I'll mention it just for fun because it's here. Chromebooks have been around for two years. We have the Pixel. We have a bunch of Samsung things. We have some Acer thing. We have an HP piece of crap, but they have no market share. Literally none. Yeah, I mean, did, it's sad. Did, did you know why there's this news? I, I, I didn't put it in there. Really? I, don't look at the diffs. It wasn't me. I study the diffs. In fact, when I was working on the project, you know the project I'm turning in tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been using grep a lot. You know grep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've been uh, grepping for strings I don't want to be searchable. So like my professor's name. So I want to post this code after I'm done with it, like, you know, in the summer sometime. But I don't want him to search for his name or, you know, search for the code in the project later. So I've grepped his name out of everything. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I know. Love it. Yeah. So, ever heard of World of Warcraft? I have. They're they're, they're pretty popular. Right here. You know, it used to be the biggest MMO ever in the world. Yeah. Is well, it still? since 2013, so it's what, been five months. Yep. They've lost 1.3 million users. And rumor has it. In five months? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. It's, it's a pretty big drop. They still have like eight. That's still insane. Yes. But, you see, you know what else started about five months ago? Um, no. Guild Wars 2. Except not really. What, start- like eight? I mean... Don't worry about it. It's all because of Guild Wars. Four plus five is nine, so nine. Yeah, I know. As soon as Guild Wars has been out for three months, it's been five. Oh, by the way, look what I can do. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Hey, Google I.O. is next week. And I'm going to be talking more about that later. But... Along with uh, I.O. next week, uh, because it is next week, there are going to be billions of rumors, and we're going to cover a few here. One specifically, though, is, of course, the new Nexus 7. We don't know what it's going to be called. We don't even know if it's going to be called a Nexus 7. Hopefully, it won't be called the Nexus 7.2 or the Nexus 7.2 or whatever. It'll, hopefully, it'll become something nice. But we think, or allegedly the rumors are, that it'll have an S4 Pro and 1080p screen. Well, do you want to know why those two things are really cool and really important? Tell me why. Well, the Nexus 4 has an S4 Pro, and this phone is actually fast. It does not lag. The current Nexus 7 lags so much because they're using a Taker 3, which is really slow compared to an S4 Pro. Uh, Likewise, the phone here, the Nexus 4, has a 720p screen, but because it's smaller, it, it has a you know, screen density, like pixel density of 320. Well, putting a 1080p screen on, you know, a 7-inch screen would essentially make the density about the same and then also be higher than the iPads. Oh, wow. So it'll be, a, it'll essentially be like iPhone class density. That's uh, pretty You know, in the, in the 320s. So if these rumors are to be believed, then the Nexus 7, or the Nexus, any, anyway, will be very nice. Otherwise, though, uh, it could be a piece of crap. Now, what I think is they'll keep the Nexus 7 currently as, like, a, the worst piece of crap ever, instead of for really cheap somewhere, and make the new one a little bit more expensive, but also better. And you don't think they're just going to drop it down in price and have the next Nexus 7 be the price that it is right now? Well, you know, so I, I think... Two hundred dollars for for putting an S for Pro in a 1080p screen. It's I think it would be a, a very demanding task to make it so and and to put cameras in it because you can't. Oh, have, everybody wants cameras. You, you got to have ca- at least one camera. There's or at least two cameras. One on the back. One, right. At least one on the back. That's what I meant. <laughs> one on the back. I don't care about the front facing camera. Nobody skypes with me anyway. But it, to put cameras, an S four Pro and a 1080p screen. In the Nexus 7 for only $200 with 16 gigabytes at base, you know, storage for $200. I think that's a hard sell even for Google. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would start the pricing at 250 and keep the current Nexus 7, the 16 gig at 200. So the current Nexus 7 200, n- new gen 250, new gen plus one size bump 300, new gen plus one size bump plus 3G or 4G or whatever is 350. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. You know, I would for making things a little bit more expensive, it would get a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hey, you know Google? Yeah. Well, instead of calling it the unified chat service, um, Babel, 
Well, isn't that a terrible name? It is a tor- terrible name. Do you even know what that alludes to? I don't know, like Babblefish. Babblefish, Babblefish the, tower. The, the tower, you know, yeah. the, all the things that suck. Yeah. Yeah. I like Babblefish, though. Well, it used to be good, except that it's not anymore because nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Google may reveal the name of to be the new Hangouts. Like, uh... So it would be the plural of Google Plus Hangout. Yeah. That, that's the thinking here. Of course, this is just a uh, Google I.O. rumor. We don't know. We'll see. We'll know soon enough. Um, but, you know, it's just in time for, you know, that uh, amazing um, anonymous lolcat in the docks. Oh, who? <laughs> anonymous iguana. My mistake. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. Right, that, right, that, that. right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, LG, right? Oh, yeah, I've heard of them. So they they don't want to miss out on this May of events because um, there are literally multiple events going on this May. And so they're setting up a phone event for May 30th, that will likely be about the Optimus G2. And the reason this is important is because it is very possible that the G2 will be the template phone for the Nexus 5. Wow. So if what if we see something that's cool, or if it sucks, we'll know what the Nexus 5 could be like. So if it sucks, we don't want it to be the template. And if it doesn't suck, we want it to be the template. That's basically the story. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the Ouya. The Ouya. Ouya. Oh, man. Isn't that coming out, like, any day now? Um, supposedly. But not really anymore. Oh, darn. Why? Well, see, the Ouya was supposed to launch to retailers early in June, but but uh, they're hoping with a few extra weeks that they can meet the huge demand. So, a lot of demand. Wait, who's demanding this thing? I guess everybody who hmm. backed it. And no, the backers the already backers got theirs. Got theirs so, who's demanding this? The people who were too late to back it? Which no. must be a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, in late June, um, about June 25th, hopefully they'll have a bunch. So that's going to be their new launch. Yeah, that's, June 25th. That's kind of a fail. Well, you know, I I don't I don't care, but man, those those kids. So Adobe, do you do you use any Adobe products? Um, willingly, I mean, Adobe products that you willingly use. I love Acrobat. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I fair, use it every day. Fair enough. No, no, I can't say I've ever <laughs> used an Adobe product in the last. <laughs> I can't say I've used one in the last year and a half. Right, not willingly anyway. I mean, of course, everybody uses Flash. Is Pepper an Adobe product? Well... It's a rip-off of an Adobe product. But when you're here, you use, you use Flash. Willingly, at home, I don't have any no, non-free no. software. Well, unwillingly, really. Okay, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I hope not. <laughs> what? What? Hey, hold on while I order some sundresses. Anyway... Yeah, you better not. <laughs> I have my Amazon account linked in here. We'll complain laudably about that. Um, you order those dresses. I'll order something. Anyway, um, here's what Adobe is doing this week. To to annoy everyone further, because, you know, Adobe doesn't suck enough with continuous Flash updates, Adobe Reader updates, and who knows what other updates. Adobe this week is now eliminating the box copies of Creative Suite. Oh, no. So you have now just one option to, to buy Creative Suite or cs6 essentially um and that would be the 49 dollar per month creative cloud uh, subscription or if you just wanted photoshop you'd have to pay 20 dollars a month notice i'm rounding because i literally don't care about adobe they don't deserve those you know i'm gonna call you this call call that on you later (laughs) next episode i'm gonna mention it (laughs) okay so um so for 49 dollars a month you you would have to pay to get the cs6 suit right that's crazy now let me put this into perspective the CS6 design standard, so I believe that comes with Flash, not that anybody cares, it comes with Dreamweaver, it comes with Photoshop Extended, or I, I think it does, it comes with um, InDesign, it comes with uh, Bridge, and maybe a couple of other things like um, Lightroom. Um, but it, it comes with, you know, the, the core set of products that a person might be interested in. Mm-hmm. To, to buy this, you'd have to pay approximately $1,200, which, you know, sounds like a lot, right? But keep in mind that you only have to pay for that once, and you get to use it forever. And in the old days, you would have gotten, you know, security updates whenever they had them available, right? Yeah. Well, uh, so if you wanted to get CS6 design standard next week after this goes into effect, you'd have to pay the $50 per month price. Well, that would mean that that $1,200 would be paid for in 24 months. And so if you used your piece of Adobe product for more than two years, you would be paying more than it would have cost to buy it in a box. So in some ways, this is really cool. 
So for like a student going to school or for somebody who's doing like, you know, some design work periodically. So like you're a freelance guy and maybe you're not doing like, you know, a project every week, every month. Maybe you're dry some weeks, sometimes some weeks you're uh, doing a lot of work. So you could pay for CS6 month to month. That'd be cool. And as long as you don't do it for two years, you're not getting ripped off. But the second you start doing it for two years, man, those box copies sure would be nice. Mm-hmm. But also keep in mind, though, when CS7 and CS8 and CS9 come out each year from hereafter, you'll get those updates automatically. You won't have to pay again. And the upgrade upgrade price for, you know, CS6 to CS7 probably be $500 alone anyway. So maybe this isn't so bad. I used to hate subscription software, but maybe I don't anymore. I uh, don't. I hate it. You just hate money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I tend to. You know, I I'm strongly considering next semester just buying Office 365 and the subscription Office. Mm. It's it's twenty dollars. I was having a chat with a bloke earlier today. The bloke, a, a, a random bloke. I, his name didn't want to be disclosed. This guy named Dave, huh? Yeah, this guy named Dave. Yeah, yeah. What are we talking what do you, what do you about? Say? He said he wouldn't buy Office on a subscription base either. But he's Putnam. Yes, yes. Um, the guy's got a fancy car, two fancy cars, a really fancy house, tons of candies. You know, but I mean, it goes against our principles. I mean, I would never want to. I mean, it goes against your freedom software crap, which it I does. find nonsense. Um, it goes against my nature about having software that I, I know will work. You wouldn't even buy a game if it wasn't a one-time thing. Right. I mean, I would hate to pay for a while month to month, but I, I don't picture Office as like that i'm not paying month to month i'm paying yearly so i i i would never want to pay 12 dollars a month for LastPass. that would be a ripoff but i pay yearly at 12 dollars per year for LastPass. now if i have to pay 60 dollars per year for office i'm okay with that as a student i pay like 50 dollars and i get two licenses one for mac and one for windows cool story that's two computers that's all i use in my day-to-day life if I make somebody else buy it or if I just pay full price for normal, I get five computers and they can be on any platform that supports it. And it's continuously updated and you get some cloud crap that might be cool. So, again, I don't know if it's bad. I don't know if it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you like sales tax? Not on my internet products. Me not, not Not on any products, really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Senate this week passed their internet sales tax bill. Great. Luckily, it may not go through the House. Woo-hoo! Um but you should worry anyways, because your Amazon Prime days are numbered. So order your dresses now. Yeah, I know. And that one was so cute. I, I never saw it. Which one? Uh, the yellow one. I, the, there's the flowers on it. I don't think I saw that one. I think I totally made it up. I'm, oh. I'm, but I'm pretty confident I can find a yellow dress with flowers on it. Well, we'll put a link in the show notes later. In your history. <laughs> uh, so, Intel. Intel? You know, we were looking at motherboards before the show because that's what we do like literally oh, yeah, yeah, every yeah. week. Like literally, you have every, to. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, literally every week I want a new server every week. You know, I've been doing a lot of stuff, so I'll tell you later. Anyway, Intel unveiled Silvermont. Ooh, Silvermont. Do you know what Silvermont is? I, I have not heard of this. This yeah. is, uh, wait, so, I've been reading tech news all week and I haven't heard of this. So it's kind of new to me too. I've only briefly heard about it. So they haven't released many details, but they're releasing the name and what it is. So... Silvermont is the successor architecture to Adams architecture from 2008, which was called Saltwell. Mm-hmm. So Saltwell to Silvermont. So for the first time in, so 2008 was five years ago, right? That, that's not good. So Silvermont is the first time in five years that Adams getting an update and it will have significantly better single and multi-threaded uses and it will be often fast enough to do smartphone level tasks running on just one watt. Mm-hmm. Um, but given more watts or something, I don't know, it will be able to compare to um, low-end or middle-end Ultrabook speeds. Really? Allegedly. I don't know if I believe this. I don't believe that part. I believe the part about tablets and phones, but I don't believe the part about Ultrabooks. Mm-hmm. I don't think their use of Ultrabooks here is my use of Ultrabooks. This mean like Chromebooks? Th- yeah, I think that's what they mean. This is an Ultrabook. Chromebooks are different. So, yeah. They're I, ultra like a Chromebook, except we're not. Yeah. So, it's cool, though. So, one of the things that uh, in, I was going to say AMD, Intel will be doing with this is for the next few years, probably about three years at least, so they say, they'll be doing yearly updates. So, just like the iSeries, you know, TikToks between Haswell, Broadwell, mm-hmm. Skymont, Silver Lake, blah, blah, blah. 
Silvermont will go to the next generation after this year and the next generation thereafter. So it'll start improving again instead of languishing for five years like it has since then. Mm -hmm. Well, Microsoft has confirmed that a public preview of Windows 8.1, the Blue Deal, will be available at the end of June. But it's not clear if it's going to be available for build developers or MSDN subscribers. So wouldn't you like to try out Blue? No. I would love to try out Blue, like literally. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I'm a hipster like that. No, well, you can hip around. Well, so the thing is, though, we don't know if it's going to be for build developers. So, like, you know, you had to pay $1,600 to get into build, so it's kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think a Windows OS should be $1,600. That's that's kind of pushing it. Yeah. Um, But, uh, so we'll see. So if I can get a copy, I would totally love to try it, but I doubt I will. Mm-hmm. Finally, Kim.com. Our good friend, the guy who isn't as creepy as we all think he is, he's helping some bloke distribute 100,000 copies of what we like to call a 3D printed gun. Yeah. Now, is this the plastic one? This is the plastic one. Now, that's what I love to hear. I mean, this is, this is something you can get a 3D printer and make your own gun. So these guys, um, uh, defense, whatever, they, they like making little plastic gun parts and stuff. Well, they finally found a way to make a fully functional thing and they wanted to get it to as many people as I can. So they went to go talk to Kim.com, who's very angry at the U.S. government. Of course he is. Well, just because the government took his house, messed with his, um, entire family, everything he's ever done, destroyed his very profitable company and legal company just because they didn't like him doesn't mean, uh, he shouldn't help them cause a riot. Does it? Is that what it means? Mm -hmm. Oh, also, on uh, the 4th of this month, um, Debian Wheezy came out, and it is very awesome, and I will do a very in-depth review of it next week. So, um, Andrew Bailey, on his show last week, who's 25, I forget the name, I'm so sorry, but um, he mentioned that it came out, and um, yeah, yeah, he, um, you you can listen to that show to hear all about it. Mm-hmm. Did he did he throw it on something yet? I don't think so. I think he just made fun of it. What? He he said that all the packages are so out of date already that it's basically pointless to use. Not Medebian. Medebian's mm-hmm. amazing. Your your Debian is so out of date it's already that it's basically pointless. What is IB Times doing on my computer? No no no, it's uh, Alan Jude. <laughs> well, you are a college teacher, Alan. So that, yeah, that's, well, I was. That, yeah, it was. That's legit. That's legit. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit. It's legit. Don't worry it, about uh, it. Don't worry about apparently it. Apparently, it's legit. I'm, it's so legit. I, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. Because I never stopped that podcast that we were listening right, to before right, the show. Of, co- of I course. Just muted Did it. you stop the multi-DVD download of Goo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would okay. be able to stream this. And, uh, wait, I'm streaming this in 1080. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah. your internet. Well, that's fine. Hey, do we have any sponsors this week? We do not. Oh. I'm, I regret to inform. See, our sponsor was supposed to come up and pick up their scanner. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes. Um, We do have a sponsor, but oh. you can talk about the scanner. Well, see, but the, the, but the sponsor didn't pick up the, their, their, their scanner, so the sponsor doesn't get to be a sponsor this week. Mm-hmm. Well, how was your sponsor? Our sponsor this week is International Paper corporation of white bear lake they are a company that have many employees with hearts of gold who would reach out to the plea of a small saint paul not not even a white bear lake snooty school but like a low income saint paul school they gave them that middle school so much cardboard that it was just a blessing it was a huge blessing and we're promoting them so hard for their donation to the network and to a school, we are promoting the crap out of International Paper Company. <laughs> we we thank you for your donations. We Goodbye. thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, hey, do you have any plugs? Did I do that bad? No, you didn't do that well. <laughs> uh, yeah. Plugs. I'll do the plugs better. You know, I'm very... I should actually think of these ahead of time. Well, no, I like when you do it on the spot mm-hmm. and off the cuff. Well, speaking of the cuffs are off, um, <laughs> Google Drive. They arrested. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Charges dropped. Um, Google Drive. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what I like and let's talk about what I don't like. I don't like, it's on the iPad. What I like, it's on the iPad. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what it has is okay, okay. everything for, for Google the Drive has. Let's start over a little bit slower. What is this again? This is Google Drive for the iPad. For the iPad. For You're telling the me iPad. that a Google property can work on that lame device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, as you know, I have... 
stuff about communism, corn, that HTML. That would be com on some. Uh, yeah, 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 poop, poop, dot zip, uh, public, private, and static, Python, record, oh, dude, dude, recording dot zip, I wonder what that is. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, TU14. Oh my gosh, that was like literally two years ago. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. My business cards. Anyways, all my documents are already right on it. Okay, so, so. Um, I can do the show, I can... So, I, you, you were telling me before the show that you had a hard time finding the docs. Yes, because they, we store them in some crappy folder architecture. I, I understand that your disdain for folders and structure in your life and overall... But um, well, up I, until episode forty-four, you always created the notes and you shared the notes with me. I know. And then I don't know. This guy called Ian Buck came along, and, and he's like, shouldn't. "It's in your folders." Yeah. And you know what's in your folders? More folders. It's true. Yeah, but in the long run, it's better. Um, we didn't see Bailey in the notes. Normally, right before the show, we always not, find not, Bailey. Not every week, but some weeks we do. Yeah, most more often than maybe not. he's busy today. Maybe he went bowling. I, yeah, good luck bowling, Bailey. I hope you get a good score. Bowling, Bailey. Bowling, Bailey. I was going to do the bowling, 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 bowling. Go, go. I can't. I did it already. No, you didn't. No, you have to do it now. No. Okay. Do the bowling, Bailey. I will not do the bowling, Bailey. Do the bowling, Bailey. You know what? Hold on. I'll put this in the table. No, 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 no. Do the bowling, Bailey first. I'm good. But I'm not. Irrelevant. All right. So... I, Download uh, it now because it's free. You know, it is free, and I think it will be for a long time. Hey, but uh, we have to do the weekly kind of sort of plug. Um, oh, yeah, your uh, Tasker. Tasker, but how many Mitches did you get this week? Now, that is a trick question. It is kind of a trick question. It's I different. got three, but... I, I had a four cent, too. Yeah, about that. So, what? Did, how many did you get last week? Do you remember? I got five last week. Okay, so you got all five last week. So but I, they're all the same message, identical. Right. So, so here's the thing. So, um, this morning, approximately at twelve fifty, I was notified that you got a message. In other words, I did get a message. I was notified that my phone sent you a message, essentially. And I thought, well, hey, you know, I should really, uh, you know, change this little script here to to make some different messages to go to you to remind you about the show. And uh, so I, I I went and did that. So, of course, I, um, you know, start doing it about 1, and uh, by the time I'm done, it's uh, 2.30. So here's what the script does now. So basically, there's a big if statement, and every time this script runs, it checks for a variable called pcount, and uh, assuming it has a value, as long as it's less than 6, because there's only 5 messages, and we start at 1. So the first time this script runs... It says, hey, Prick, there's a show today, right? Or something? I don't actually know what it says. Um, message one. Oh, crap. I just closed it. Um, is after, okay, dinosaurs, blood. Um, here we go. Hey, Prick, there's a show today. One out of five. Okay. At, received at 2.29 a.m. Okay, so what, what is, um, number two? I received number two at 9.02 a.m. Hey, Mitch, have you read this week's tech news? Two out of five. So, so the the basic pattern here is we we we, we greet the, the the receivee, we we send a message, and then we also label it one or two or three or four out of five. So that way, both of us know how many have been sent so far. Mm-hmm. And so, keep going. What is number three? At uh, five thirty-two, I got number three. Hey, Mitch, have you put any stories in the show notes? It's a pretty reasonable thing to send you. Yes, and then after that, your script broke. Well, or your tasker broke. I don't so, know what to call so it's it. not the script that broke. Basically, we don't know what defines Friday. So, so the script is is told to execute on Friday, and I'm abusing the ability of the phone to know when it's Friday because in previous weeks it sent it up to five times. So, using that same logic, I hoped it would realize that it's Friday five times today. Well, it's only recognized Friday three times so far. So, what was number four? Yeah, and you had to force on these last two. Yeah. ATN will probably start around 6.30, Mitch. And number five. Hey, prick, it's time for the premiere weekly podcast at At The Nexus. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad. So that, And then I sent you one right after that. Hey, prick, we should do a show called Fat Man Down. Yeah, we might do that. Maybe. Fat uh, Man Down. Sponsor yeah. me. I will. I'm fat. I know. And I'm going to be down later. Please. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... Basically, Tasker's were like cool, and so I, I had to read the docs to do some of this. 
but I don't know how to make these things happen when I want. So it's not a real programming language. It's more of a visual, like, you have to do everything with buttons and text fields. So it's not like writing Java. It's not like writing JavaScript or Lua or something. It's not a scripting language. It's a macro or not even macro. It's not even like that. It's more of a scratch-like thing, you know? I hate it. But I have to use it because it's cool. What was that other thing that's similar to Scratch? Google Blocks? I know what you're talking about. Or was it I Blocky? Know. Blocky. I don't know what it it's is. Blocky. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was kind of weird. You know, I don't. I, it is too, really too bad, though, that I don't have a real app to review this week because, you know, I've been doing finals and final projects and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, would review, I, I, I really can't review Make because, you know, that'd be like work. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey want to do main topics? Main topics? We have two this week. I would love to talk about at least one of them. Well, let's start with the interesting laws that are that are changing in New Zealand. New Zealand? Is that real? It is real. Do you know why? It's not Sweden? Kim.com declared it was. Oh. One well, he ran away. Oh. At least he did something worthwhile. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful country, I've heard. It is. Also, I heard uh, Lord they have, of the Rings. They have one of the biggest anime expos ever. Isn't that cool? I don't know what it's called, but I know it's there. That's all that counts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. But, I was looking um, at pictures. So the New Zealand government is planning on changing the way patents are defined to not include software. Like, it's going to specifically They're say... They're not going to suck? Correct. What? So RMS is going to totally move there later Wait, wait. Year. So what's going to happen in New Zealand? Well, right now it's kind of fuzzy. Well, because when they made patent law, the software stuff didn't really exist. No, no, of course not. And so it's going to specifically explain um, that you will not be able to patent software. Wow. Which is a huge win for the humanity... You know, I would say so. So one of the things now, I'm not sure who's saying this. It, it's some guy called Matthews. So yeah, probably a lie. Anybody uh, named Matthews or quack. Right. So here's what it says: We believe it's near impossible for software to be developed without breaching hun- some of the hundreds of thousands of software patents awarded around the world for quote obvious work. Thus, many software companies in New Zealand creating outstanding and innovative software live in constant risk that their entire business could be threatened due to a litigious. Litigious? That's definitely not how you say that. Action by a parent, patent holder. Parent yeah, because what if you made a program that found that two numbers were in range of each other? Well, bloody crap, you're infringing Six up and down. billion dollars! Man, literally, you're going down. In three years of your life. Yeah, well, not everyone, it's just somebody's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe our lives, I'm not sure. But, you know, software patents are really tough. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that is interesting about this, though, is so let's say you have a software patent... And so normally that wouldn't be under this, that wouldn't be allowed. But let's say you develop some new innovative hardware that needed software to do part of it, right? Mm -hmm. So you needed some firmware, for for example, this firmware is software, it's just on the hardware level. Or you needed some novel UI. I was talking about the Burger King earlier. What, like the Coke what? machine, the Coke. Dispenser. I've never seen this thing. You know, it's a touch. I don't go to Burger King. They rip me off. My twenty dollar bill is so still in their many clutches. Places that have the Coke machine. You I know? never go in restaurants. Well, they got the. I go in places. I go in places where they serve me. I don't have to serve myself. I'm not a slob. But they got burgers. I places I go where I am served also have burgers. Yeah, but you, you don't eat beef. I do eat beef at places that I am served. I will serve you beef, and you won't eat it. No, because you're, you're, you're dangerous. I am the most professional meat chef you've ever had. I don't think you flavor food very Last well. week, do you know how much fish I grinded up and served? Literally tons. Yes. I, I had like easily six, seven pounds of ground up meat in my fridge. Well, I hope you're proud about your meat being ground. Yeah, I thought this was my first time actually using my new meat grinder. You like it? Yeah, yeah. Is um, that the metal one or is it I plastic? I had to really customize it. No, it's metal. Okay, All metal. Good. And uh, it doesn't bolt to the table right, so I had to drill holes through my new table. And it's just my like the motherboard. No, 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 it's enhanced now. It was. It, <laughs> look, it won't go anywhere. It's bolted down. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, anyway, so it, I think it's really interesting that you can get around the law, or maybe not getting around the law, but the, the law is flexible enough so that a novel piece of firmware or novel UI that involves hardware will also still be able to be patented. Mm-hmm. So, of course, like, you know, the Nest... Yeah. So the Nest has novel software UI, but it's in a unique hardware implementation. So it, it has a round body that you turn, and the UI also turns with it. So it's novel, or something. I think the Nest would fall under this kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I think like that, things like that is okay. Or soda dispensers. Likely. Now, you shouldn't put an i7 in it. 
No, that's only in Brazil. <laughs> You've been over this. Ah, whatever. I like my joke better. Hey, but uh, cars. Oh, yes. So, um, so here's a cool idea, a proposition. So you, you, so you know um, your Google Android beaming crap, like um, your near-field technology? Yeah, I'm not things. really a big fan of it because it never works. Yeah. So do you know how cars have sensors on them now to go beep-beep before you ram into something? Well, or not my grandmother's. Uh, yes, yes. She blames the window. My grandmother has a 2012 Sonic, and she blames the rear window of being too high. Uh, and so she she um, fender-bendered some other well, lady's she car. She put the seat up so she can see. Yes, she could, but you have to understand that she doesn't probably know what that is or how. But also, she's used to having a car from 1990... And it had one of the square box back windows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it used to be lower and it used to be much, you know, wider, less curved. So it was wider. It was a big, much wider car back then, too. So she's probably not used to it either. And also she's like 69, 70 ish. So mm. she can't see either. It would be nice to have some sensors on her car. Yeah. And so you know how there's proposed cars in Nevada that can drive themselves and do other things? Yeah, Google's doing something. Yeah. So wouldn't it be cool if cars could. Tell other cars their position through near field stuff. I wouldn't call it near field, but it, it's not. It's like Wi Fi. It is mesh network. No, they mm. called it uh, car to car communication. How about if we just call it what it is? Wi Fi. It's literally just Wi Fi. I know it's not, but it is. No, no, no. It's it's uh, called M to M, machine to machine communication. <sighs> you, you know what that's called? It's called Wi Fi. Regardless. Um, I would never think this would catch on. Why? I think this is great. So we talked about this once, and you dismissed my idea at the time. What was it? The same thing that we're proposing here, because it's been known for years that it would be a likely and obvious thing to do. You you dismissed it as being stupid. Yes, I did. Yeah. I still stand by that. I know, and I think that's funny, because it's an obvious evolution of what to do. So originally, for smart cars, you'd have to implement crap in the roads. So, like, you know, little beacons in the road pinging all the time to tell the cars to stay in line or to figure out what they're supposed to do that's a lot of work it's a huge burden on the state or the federal government to fix roads even fixing roads without technology in them right Mm -hmm. so then google says the next best thing would be to put cameras literally everywhere and sensors literally everywhere on cars and let the cars individually figure themselves out Mm -hmm. well that's great but to improve accuracy and to reduce accidents if there are any well why not have cars in a local area ping each other and tell each other what they're doing obviously it would be a mesh network at that point yeah yeah it's never gonna work why not do you know how many cars are still around from the 90s and 80s right well see it's the same thing so the cars that are smart are able to mesh and otherwise they're not so you still have to rely on the camera technology we already knew that yes nobody is i'm never gonna buy a car that has this i know you're not but you will you will no, it's going to cost extra money. No, it's not. It'll be factored into the regular cost of the vehicle. I wouldn't factor that in because I wouldn't buy it. I would get the... I wasn't even planning... I'm never going to buy a vehicle with power windows. Your truck has power windows. I didn't buy it. Oh, okay. Well, you're never going to buy a tr- another thing because you're going to keep the truck allegedly forever. I am keeping it forever. I know you say that, but you're not. I'm trying to get a million miles. Can you do that? So most people get about 100,000, and they're like, that's old. And people get 200,000, and I'm like, that's really old. Hey, man. The I second, got 230 so far in that. I'm the second, trying to get a million. The second a vehicle crosses the decade mark, I don't think it should be even allowed to exist. So, honestly, I agree with you. I mean, except, you know, like, luxury cars so, or cars that are taken care of, you know, like that. In, but I mean, average people's cars over 10 years. Yes. In Minnesota, you used to have to pass emissions tests and all these other things. Like, mm-hmm. there used to be, to get your tabs, um, you had to do that. My dad had to have his uh, old truck destroyed because mm. it could it kept on failing the emissions test. Right, right. And that was a beautiful system. So, in lots of places, I, I only know the laws of Texas because I watch a couple YouTube channels for, for automotive repair in Texas. And to get your tabs, you need to prove that you have working headlights. You need to have mm-hmm. proof that you have actual tires because there's not that much wear in between years of tires. Right, because um, there's people around here who have bald tires, and being on the road is a accident waiting to happen. Absolutely, like, nobody has headlights. There should be regulation on cars. Some here things, in yes, yes, I agree. Um, I was also watching this guy in Canada where they have some of the strictest. This, I can't remember what um, province he lived in, but he had just a tiny seal on his back axle. It was just dripping a tiny bit of oil. It wasn't even getting on the ground. It was just on the car, and he had to get it replaced. Um, 
So you can have an ancient car as long as it's been maintained. And it keeps safety up for everybody. But forcing, like in Chicago, they're talking about passing legislation that would make everybody have to have backup cameras. Because mm-hmm. they don't have I don't, people in Chicago. I, I, I don't think that would ever pass. Yeah, it, it, and, oh, it didn't. And it would be impossible to implement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for the very reason you mentioned, that people wouldn't have cars that are too old, and that people wouldn't buy cars that had it either. Yeah. Right. Um, so I just don't think that it would be good. Plus, you know somebody's going to mess with people with this. Well, okay, They'll so... find a way to spoof it. They'll okay, find stuff well, to so that, that's one of the things, too, but so... Um, there's there's three tiers of technology that we're working on. So, well, maybe four if you count the infrastructure. So, tier one is the camera and the sensors that are built onto the vehicle. That's that's what Google's working on now, and they're doing a pretty good job of it. Tier two is the mesh network, so the cars that are nearby and the car itself all ping each other and say, big week, I'm literally going the speed, I'm literally turning right now, literally, I am going to explode any second now, drive away. Uh, and tier three would be the next set of things. So instead of just being a mesh network, you have your 3G, your 4G, your 9G, some broader network saying, literally, there's a traffic thing going on ahead, say, big week. It's like GPS, but bigger. Yeah. Um, and so then your fourth tier would be the passive um, in-ground uh, censorship that the state or federal government provides roads that will never happen, likely, because we're just too cheap to do it. I think putting the technology in the cars is really a little answer. Um, but but through one of the three levels, you're probably okay. So if somebody did compromise the top-tier network, so, you know, the broader 3G, 5G, 9G, um, if somebody did compromise that, you'd still have your mesh network to rely on because the mesh network only relies on cars that are local. Um, and if somebody managed to compromise other cars, you'd still have your cameras to rely on. And from what I've heard, those are pretty reliable anyway. Yeah, but... What information is really that important I have no idea. to pass on? See, I don't know anything about cars. I don't know anything about driving. So, so I wouldn't know. You're wrong, asking the wrong person. But I think it's very likely that it's possible. Because in some 2012 and 2013 Chrysler vehicles, they have Wi-Fi built into them. Mm-hmm. And so you take it to the shop, to the Mopar-approved dealerships. Only them, they have it right now. And they take out their little tablets, and then they can tell, run, and they don't have to put in the OBS codes. Like They can just see how your engine's running. Like for service information. Right. So they can see if you have backfires, if your things are performing properly, and they can also use it to diagnose problems really easily. Right. So that, that, that could be something that... And that's been you... around for a while. Right. And so that that's a great technology. But now imagine using that, but in real-time driving. So when, when, you, when you are turning as a car, you can tell other cars that you're turning, and if that the other cars say, well, you're too close, get away, then your car will tell you. Or if... For instance, you fall asleep while you're driving. Uh, it would say, "Literally, I'm drifting. Big week. I want to do something about that." Yeah. So, so, I mean, your car could safely steer you away from the highway, and uh, the other cars could safely avoid you while you're steering away from the highway onto the shoulder while you're sleeping because you failed. Yeah. Or it could just inject you with drugs. I mean, either way. No, the drugs one would be funny. Well, you remember in um, the Dark Tower when they're on the train? Yeah. Um, like, his, his, he had his arm on the um, mm-hmm. armrest, and all of a sudden he got needled. Right, and, exactly. Oh, I started putting medicine in you because right. you were ill. Yeah, ex- allegedly. So, I'm reading the comments on some of these things. So, um, somebody says, yeah, can't wait for the hackers to dig into the system. So, exactly, the three tiers for plus one, it, it solves that issue. As long as the, the vehicles are autonomous, you you can't really get hacked. Um, and of course, there's there's still being steering wheel, and you still be able to drive them if you really want to. Not that you should. Yeah. I I think this is a very likely th- thing to happen eventually. It won't happen anytime soon, but eventually. Yeah. And so it'll take the the government to to crack down on old crap. And it's never gonna happen in Minnesota. Uh, the government. Uh, our well, our government decided that they didn't want to enforce the tab stuff, and you can just buy tabs for thirty dollars. I like regardless that of how better. crappy. Your vehicle is. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'll live with it. But, but you know how when we hang out on the road every night... All the time. Um, <laughs> we pleased. see so many vehicles that are hazards. Oh, yeah. Um, Not mine. Mine's luxury. Sometimes it's, it's a hazard, the... but it's not a hazard to others. It's just a hazard to the people who are in it. Yes, and it's been fixed up, so it's hazard-proof. Uh, it, it It's hazard-resistant. Look, yeah. <laughs> That's the distinction I will make. Yeah, so I've been reading about a lot about my uh, car and how it works. And, oh, crap, I forgot the thing. But So I was reading stuff about the onboard computer, and it's completely different than 2001 models. Mm. Um, 
And so each manufacturer would have to use a similar thing. Like I know they, so somebody's got to make a for standard this, for communication this, set. This, this, thing. Yeah. yeah. So in the article it says they're working on uh, IP protocols. Yeah. Which literally means nothing. It's called Wi-Fi. Um, but I think that's that's a very easy thing to do, and it wouldn't be hard. I just really don't think a lot of people would implement it. Who's a lot of people? Well, dealers. Like it's not a dealer thing. It's just a thing you buy at the car. It's not a dealer. It's a manufacturing level thing. Yes. Right. Not a dealer. So Chrysler. Yes. Okay. Terms. Very hard. Manufacturers make the cars. Dealers sell them. Hence the dealing part. Dealers put a lot of crap in cars. Yeah, but I think that'll stop someday. Because that's dumb. Like, dealers will get a whole bunch of one model car, and then they'd put, like, you know, all those different... Like, there's... I, I don't... I'm GS, pretty sure... And then there's SL. I know, but I mean, they, when you're buying a car that's feature is to drive itself, don't think that you're well, going to take it out. That's not even happening. That's just one state right now. Watch out for that. <laughs> oh, my goodness! Okay. It did the same thing. Look at it. It's doing the same thing. I am going to... There's a spider literally crawling it down onto Matt. Oh, you're narrating. White lightning. <laughs> yeah, put that over there. Yeah, good. Okay. So, um, yeah, I like talking about cars and technology because I'm a futurist. Man, that's so sad. Hey, um, got anything else? No. Um, I'll try to find it. Did, can you find it after the show? We'll just wrap this up. Oh, my goodness. I know You I'm weren't t- lying when you told me there were spiders when I first got I, here. I, I, I wasn't. I told you the yeah, truth for once. Shuttling. Okay, so any last comments on the car deal? We'll probably talk about this again when Google makes yet another breakthrough somewhere. Um, that uh, don't buy into the future. I think it'll happen, and it'll happen well. If it happens, I will support it up and down. Do you remember when we were talking about the remote starting? Mm-hmm. Like, I hope everybody has these fancy remote starts. And yeah. this guy left a radio tuned at the right frequency on top of some bank, and everybody in Los Angeles within like a six-block radius couldn't start their car. That's cool. And then they kept on, they towed their cars to the dealerships, and all of a know, sudden it started working because they were out of range. Yeah, well. But you know, that would be solved by not sucking. Like, so those remote starters are the cheapest, you know, radios and implementations ever. I thought about building one for the Sable. That'd be cool. I would. No, you said that it would be a hazard, not factory. It would make the car less valuable than it was. Having remote starting, which is a key feature of today's luxury cars. My mom has it, but she never uses it. Do you know why? It's what? So. So in winter, it wouldn't it be nice to remote start the Jeep, walk into it nice and warm, and then just drive off? You'd have to open the garage door. Exactly. That is her argument. Also, her second argument, if it wasn't the garage door suffocating her upon walking into it, um, she says that when she starts the car, it will probably drive forward and go through the garage. (laughs) I I beg to differ, because if you put it in park, it shouldn't go anywhere. And even then, when you started, it shouldn't go anywhere without pressing on the foot pedal thing. So, you know, that kind of thing. Prize of the machines, man. Man, I, t- watch out for I it. tell you. Three tiers plus one. Hey, um. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Uh, what are you doing next week? Any big plans? <sighs> you should have some. They're listed literally below this. <clears throat> you were involved in maybe in at least one of them. Dinosaurs, 8-bit, uh, Google I.O., two finals. Oh, 8-bit live! Well, okay, so 8-Bit will be hosted here in the studio tomorrow. It may or may not be live, so I don't know what that means. Um, Ian Buck, better get locking wheel lug nuts. Because <laughs> we're talking about the future, and your little escort's not part of it. Oh, say nothing more. It'll be a surprise. No, no, he's not going to listen to it before the show. You don't know. He drives here and listens to this. Oh, I hope he listens to the French first. <laughs> no, I probably won't listen to that first. Anyway, uh, so 8-Bit tomorrow in the studio. That would be Saturday, March 15th, plus two months. Um, more importantly, Google I.O. will be next week. Um, of course, I will probably miss the um, keynote live because I'll be taking a final. However, right after, um, Ian Buck and po- po- quite possibly Matthew Petchel may be doing live coverage of the magnificent event. No. You don't think so? I, I don't think I'll be around for it. I'm pretty sure you will be. Well, what else do you have to do? Conceal things with a blue cloth. It's a blow... <laughs> it's a what? <laughs> it's a blue cloak. It's not a blow cloak. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes. And um, I have two finals next week, so I'll be um, not responding to anybody's show notes or comments. So, good luck with that. Uh, yes, you will be. No, I won't. I have two finals. I can. I don't have time to write these comments. 
You just you disagree? Yeah. By the way, guess what I can do? Meow. Oh crap! It finally ended. Um, see, see the, the the other podcast we started listening to in the fringe ended because I was just gonna end with playing them because I haven't muted them. Yet. Okay, well, why don't we end? Hey, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at mentalpatrol.com or Matt underscore Patrol at the Twitter. Man, you're getting good at this. Yeah, I'm so quick. I know. Good. I'm glad. And if you can find me, Ryan Rampers, just about anywhere, especially on the Twitter, Ryan Mar, and of course on my blog that has um, been assaulted by AP computer science students recently because they had their exam on the 4th. Oh, wow. Or the 6th. I'm not sure. A couple of days ago. And uh, that's all I have for this week. Of course, this is At The Nexus, the premier weekly podcast of The Nexus. We talk about technology news. Uh, depending on which week that is, it could be a lot of things, but mostly just good stuff. Anything else? Did we say anything? Um, Brogan's out. Have a good one. <laughs>